This is an extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast of a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. It's always so wonderful to hear what our students are doing. And um, on that note, I think we also have a presentation from the Pioneer Solar Club. Very, very good. Thank you, Madam President, trustees and members of the audience who are here with us in person and those who are joining by remote. Uh, many of you probably know we often, our crowd is much larger on Zoom uh, than it is in person. So it's always a delight when folks take time to drive over and be with us in person. So thank you for that. Uh, a little bit later, uh, you we will be sharing more information during this uh, Earth Day um, board meeting. Um, but there are three parts to our Ann Arbor Public Schools Environmental Sustainability Framework. Mr. Emil Lautzana led the work over previous years, along with trustees and members here to establish our framework, but three areas. One is environmental education and climate literacy. Two is healthy and sustainable school campuses. And then the third area is operations, maintenance, and construction, being a model organization in those areas. I'm proud to say that through the course of this board meeting this evening, trustees, we're going to visit all three of those areas, and we're most delighted uh, to begin with education. We feel that our most important job is to create generation after generation. Court, I'm delighted to hear about the alums already. Uh, our most important role is to educate uh, environmental advocates. And uh, so it's just a delight to begin with you all this evening. So coming now is our Pioneer Solar Club and uh, Stephen Armstrong is the teacher at Pioneer who supports them. And then we have, I'll wait till they get up here so they can wave at you and you can connect the dots. We have Margaret, very good, and Lillian. And uh, Brent is in a field hockey commitment, uh, lacrosse, excuse me, a lacrosse commitment. Uh, but I want to give a shout out to Brent. And then Mackenzie, and also Abby. Now, uh, would you guys say your grades, just so everybody kind of knows where you are? I'm in 12th grade. I'm also in 12th grade. I'm up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Class no. of 2023. Oh, we're so proud of you. All right, great. Come on down and share uh, what you have to share with the board. You'll want to be really close to that microphone, so don't. Be intimidated. Just lean right in there. There you go. Hi, we are the Pioneer Solar Club, and today we'll be talking about solar energy and AAPS. So today we'll be talking about um, who we are, the impact of solar energy and benefits, and we'll be looking at the data from each school system. First, we'll start off, start off with who we are. So we are the Pioneer Solar Club, and we're a group of pioneer uh, who are dedicated to advocating for the widespread use of solar energy throughout the district. Um, this is us. Oh, <laughs> this is us on top of the Pioneer School building, looking at the solar panels. So first we'll look at current data. Um, that's basically how the schools have been performing thus far. Um, so first we have Pat and Gail Elementary. Um, throughout our time during this club, we've learned how to research data and um, do the math to come up with these numbers. 
Um, so with Pattengill Elementary, the energy saved by solar is 36.4% and dollars saved by solar is 38.1%. For Forsyth Middle School, the energy saved was 15.7% and dollars saved by solar was 5.1%. Paisley Elementary, we have them energy saved by 63.3% and dollars saved by 54.4%. And for Huron High School, we have energy saved 5% and dollars saved by solar 5.1. Um, I just want to point out that um, there's a pattern with all these different schools, and that is that the elementary schools tend to have a higher energy saved and so dollars saved because they're much smaller than the high schools. So you'll definitely see that the high schools have way lower numbers because they're much larger. Um, A2 STEAM, we have energy saved by solar 20.7% and dollars saved 16%. Um, so some current under construction systems are for the summer of 2022, these three schools have all had their systems built, but we're waiting for the interconnection from DTE. And the other two schools listed for 2023 are still in construction at this moment. Okay, and then we're here to talk to you about why we should act now. So starting with carbon emissions, right now the systems that are operational have combined saved roughly 1.7 million pounds of carbon emissions which is equivalent to planting about 13,000 trees. By the end of their lifetime, by in 2045, the systems are expected to save roughly 14.1 million pounds of carbon emissions, which is roughly equivalent to planting 107,000 trees. To put that into more concrete terms, that's the average attendance at a Michigan football game in the fall. And then from a monetary savings perspective, once all the systems are operational, they will save $180,000 a year on the cost of electricity. And over their lifetime, they're expected to save $4 million, which translates to $1.67 million net after investment is taken into account. And then we have our timeline. And so the systems are expected to pay themselves back in 2035, so about 12 years from now. And everything after that will be uh, money gained for the district. And then we have educational benefits. So solar provides a lot of really good education opportunities. If we just take the work we've done with this club, for example, we learned how to research the systems, how to gather the data from them, read the inverter data, put that into spreadsheets, get the numbers on energy percentages and cost percentages, do the math on the carbon emissions and the monetary savings. And then we also had to um, learn about the placement of the systems and how they worked. So there's a lot of applications for it from both a science perspective and an economic perspective. And then lastly, we have microgrids, emergency use, and resiliency. So solar systems, when paired with batteries, can create microgrids, which are power grids that are isolated from the main system, so that when the main system goes down, schools can run self-sufficiently. And this makes schools really good candidates for emergency use and resiliency. Pioneer High School is already considered an emergency shelter. But when we have situations like the one we had this winter, when the full district power went down, it can no longer serve its purpose. So a battery system paired with the solar system would help it better be an emergency shelter. Um, any questions? I have a question um, because I haven't seen them. Are the panels mostly on top of schools or are they? Yeah, so I believe every system is on the roof. We went up and looked at Pioneer system. And so there are two arrays on Pioneer and sort of two sections of roofs. So one is on a lower section of the roof and the other is on a higher section. But they're almost exclusively on roofs. Any other questions or comments from trustees? Trustee Biscuit? Thank you. Um, again, very impressive. 
Um, and please let Brent know we missed him, but I'm loving this all-female team. Um, so impressive, again, being in STEAM and getting to know our environment is just amazing. When you say you went to the systems to get the data, explain more, please. Were you like in Mr. Emil's office or, you know, where is the system and how did you do the analysis? So we used two tools. We used Energy Star Per. Portfolio Manager, which is an online website that we had set up for us by a few local solar engineers, and that takes the inverted data, and which is the data that the panel reads, and it puts it into a system where you can see just like the general amount of kilowatt hours being produced, and like how that compares to the rest of the energy for um, the buildings. And then there is an online website. I'm forgetting the name, but that has just inverted data, so anyone can look it up and look at how each panel for the schools. Um, performing, like how much energy has been generated, say, this day, this hour, this month, this year. And then that also runs the carbon emission calculator for us. And then to get the predicted totals, we had to take that number and do some math with it. But that's a public access, so anyone can get to that. Wow. I only understand half of that, but I, I, will, uh, <laughs> I will trust you. So were you folks like really nerdy math people and you got together on this? I mean, how did you even learn to know to do this? Um, so we had a lot of help from Mr. Conkle as well as some of the other local engineers, Ms. Kilberson and um, Mr. Tinker. And then I, um, the Pioneer Solar Club actually ended for a while because all of the current members graduated over COVID. And my AP physics teacher reached out and asked for people to restart it. And so we volunteered. Awesome. And how often do you folks meet? Uh, we started meeting on a biweekly basis, and we've been meeting on a weekly basis for the past couple months preparing this. Wow, that's so impressive. Every week. Wow. In addition to your coursework. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. So again, same question. Um, has this uh, project or this club work influenced your future aspirations and your careers? Um, I know for me personally, I was already interested in the solar car team at Michigan, and this has definitely um, cemented my interest in that. So I'll be doing that next year. Good for you. I'm thinking about going into like international relations or international studies. So I think it would be really interesting to kind of intertwine like solar, like environmentalism along with that. So I'm definitely going to be considering that as a potential path in the future. Good for you. Uh, just so impressive. Thank you, folks. You represent well. Um, and uh, wow. Wow. We got to take you more on the road to show other schools. This is great. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this extra episode of the A2 Schools podcast featuring a recent presentation to the Ann Arbor Public Schools Board of Education. Please subscribe to our podcast to hear Superintendent Swift talk about important AAPS issues and more. You can find out more about AAPS at a2schools.org.